Welcome to the We Serve podcast of Government Policy, Real Estate, and You. I'm Liz Recchia, Government Affairs Director for We Serve Realtors, a local association of realtors and real estate industry businesses serving West Maricopa County, Southeast Maricopa County, Pinal, Cochise, and Santa Cruz in Arizona. And this is your quick update for today. Housing Construction This year, we're seeing a desire amongst new home builders to build both purchase and rental product, but costs of construction and land acquisition are leading to hesitancy and or price increases in the cost per foot for construction. Yes, housing is rising in price, and here are some of the reasons. Interest rates and credit. Increased interest rates for both builders and their customers are helping to increase overall housing costs, both rental and purchase product. Tightening credit conditions over the past four months continue. Since last December, lenders have increased interest rates for land acquisition loans, land development loans, and single-family construction loans. Multifamily lenders have shown similar behavior. The majority of these loans, 60 to 80 percent, made in all the above categories are tied to the prime rate or another fluctuating index like LIBOR or Treasury. According to the National Association of Home Builders and local builders I've spoken with, lenders have also reduced the amount they are willing to lend, even to builders they have worked with in the past. Large numbers of lenders are lowering the allowable amount of builder may borrow in the loan-to-value or loan-to-cost ratio. Interest rates have substantially increased in these four categories. Land acquisition from 7.97% to 10.14%. Land development, 9.67% to 10.41%. Single-family spec, 9.95% to 11.3%. Single-family pre-sold, 10.76% to 10.85%. Lenders are adding points to the base interest rate of the loan in all categories, leading to the increased effective interest rates, which include both the base interest rate and the points. A few months ago, I attended a builder conference with both purchase product builders and rental-only product builders. The vast majority of builders indicated they were curtailing land acquisition and concentrated on building housing product, both rental and purchase. One highlight of the housing construction industry is there are builders and developers who do not rely on loans to acquire land, develop land, or construct housing. In a recent survey by the National Association of Home Builders, 41% of builders used their own or their clients' money to fund land acquisition. 32% used their own funds or their clients' funds for land development. 28% used their own funds to construct single-family spec housing. And 45% used their own or their clients' funds to build pre-sold single-family housing. In addition, WeServe is aware of several medium and small developers and builders who aggregate small investors to acquire land, develop land, and build housing products. Since these investors provide the cash needed for the entire lifespan of the project, no debt is incurred and the credit markets have limited impact on project costs. Cost of construction. Multifamily builders have experienced significant cost increases due to materials delays. Concrete, asphalt, gypsum, and other products necessary to complete buildings have been in short supply, creating significant construction delays. WeServe is aware of multifamily buildings with delays of several months due to missing water pumps, 
unavailable concrete, unavailable asphalt, and lumber. These delays increase costs, and for small and medium builders of government-funded affordable housing, these delays jeopardize the program benefits to the builder that make the housing project at least break even. Depending on where a housing project is located, there may be additional challenges in getting water or electrical infrastructure. Some of the delays are material or labor shortages. Some are provider-related delays. These delays and costs add to the final cost of the housing product. Labor and material shortages continue to plague the building industry. With that shortage comes increased prices for materials. The Bureau of Labor Statistics offers this information on cost of construction. Lumber and other construction materials up 45% between May 2020 and January 2023. Lumber and other construction materials wholesale up 25% between April 2021 and April 2023. Windows and doors up 40% between April 2021 and April 2023. Asphalt for paving and roofing up 25% from April 2021 to April 2023. The Mortensen.com Phoenix Construction Index for Q4 2022 shows the increase in construction costs was 9% in Phoenix year over year. The following construction materials have increased pricing from Q4 2020 to Q4 2022. PVC pipe, 125%. Steel pipe, 72%. Copper pipe, 69%. Lumber, 61%. Conduit, 54%. Plywood, 52%. Copper wire, 47%. Reinforcing materials, 42%. Structural steel, 34%. As of July 2022, the National Association of Home Builders estimates the increase in price for softwood lumber alone added $14,345 to the price of a new single-family home and $5,511 to the price of a multi-family home unit. Because of the rising prices and the inability to get needed materials, builders have begun using alternative products. Scarcity of one material leading to an unexpected rise in demand for an alternative material is causing shortages in the alternative product markets. In the January February 2023 issue of ProBuilder, they described possible solutions for home builders to beat the supply chain issues. Suggestions included keeping the house wrap stretched over the openings when waiting for windows to arrive while installing siding, alternatives to structural sheathing with accompanied warnings to be aware of vapor permeability and the new product's manufacturer's installation guidelines, warnings and suggestions for swapping out one house wrap for another, Moist climates require different house wrap from drier climates. Suggestions for replacing fiberglass bat insulation with loose fill or foam insulation. Once again, humidity of the area requires a different type of insulation than drier areas. Suggestions to determine correct tile backer alternatives. Now think about being a builder with a 10.5% to 14% loan in place. Delays and increased material costs equal a financial stress point. I recently read an article in which officials were pressuring manufacturers and builders to produce more, faster. From all the industry reports I have read and people I have spoken to, they're going as fast as they can. But simply pressuring manufacturers and builders to do more isn't the answer. There's a reality. 
the United States decided in the 1990s to become a service-driven economy. For over 30 years, everything we have done promoted service industry jobs, not manual labor jobs. We closed factories, mills, and mines methodically. Now we don't have the basic infrastructure or raw materials to make things or make them as fast as people want. Rebuilding the industrial base will take time. Buy America, Build America In the Infrastructure and Jobs Act of 2021, there is a provision to Buy America preference when building the nation's infrastructure. OMB, the Office of Management and Budget, recently released the first phase of its construction rules and has begun implementing them. The OMB rules apply to any federally funded in part or in whole infrastructure project, including housing. The OMB has issued standards for all the manufacturing processes and a list of products considered construction materials. Examples of these materials are glass, lumber, and drywall. Manufacturing process standards for construction materials include copper, nickel, brass, all processes, PVC, all processes, cement and concrete, all processes, glass, all processes, fiber optic cable, all processes, lumber, all processes, drywall, all processes. In addition to construction of homes, these rules attach to broadband infrastructure, utilities, water and wastewater systems, roadways, places of public accommodation, and projects serving a public function. While there is a process to apply for various waivers and exceptions, it is difficult and complicated. HUD, the Department of Housing and Urban Development, has announced housing project types that are subject to the new rules. They've also stated housing products leased or purchased with a government-backed loan or other housing funds come under the OMB rules. So if you have a home buyer with a Fannie Mae, FHA, VA, or other government-backed loan, the house will need to comply with the OMB rules. If a rental house or project utilized government grant money at any point or the renter has government assistance, that rental housing will need to comply as well. I don't think it takes a great imagination to realize housing costs will go up and housing availability will go down. On the other hand, perhaps the private sector funding will ramp up. There are tools other than loans that can allow private sector funding of housing without the strings attached to government funds. In a future podcast, we will discuss the tools of real estate used in the past that still work today and no matter how large or small the project. Government Affairs at WeServe Our next Government Affairs Orientation and Committee meeting are on June 7th. The orientation will be from 9.30 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. at our Peoria office. The Government Affairs meeting will be immediately following at 10.30 a.m. Our Government Affairs Orientation meeting has actually turned into more of a large-scale discussion and brainstorming session. You may attend these meetings in person or via Zoom. Go to WeServeGAD.org or to WeServe.Realtor to register to attend in person or via Zoom. At our June meetings, we will be discussing updates from our Water Issues Task Force, our New Build Task Force, and our STR, Short-Term Rental Task Force. We will also begin our discussion of topics and issues we wish to present at the August Arizona Realtors Caucus. What issues or concerns does WeServe wish to bring forward to AR for consideration in the 2024 legislative sessions? Bring your thoughts, ideas, and suggestions. 
All We Serve members are welcome to attend and participate in these discussions. I'm Liz Recchia. Thanks for joining me today. I hope to see you at our June 7th Government Affairs Orientation and Committee meetings. We Serve God, advocating for private property rights, the right to private contract, and your business. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.